All right, Lions fans, let's do this. Get up in here. My thanks to Glover Quinn. I thought that was really insightful analysis, but what would you expect, Ain't less? Talking about a former All-Pro, a guy who led the league in picks, a guy who can best represent the D and say how incredible it is right now. All right, so we're wide open this hour, 1-800-636-8686. I could actually do kind of a small NFL whip, an NFL whip around. Coming off last weekend, going uh, into the coming weekend, we have a lot of NFL to get to. As always, part of the show, one of the biggest topics of the show is the show itself. And there's some beefing going on inside. The lady clones, the lady clones always make it better. Some in particular, this one in particular, the only female in last year's Smack Off. Smack Off 30s this year. I'm trying to figure out where to put it. Tommy, you and I got to have that conversation. Where are we going to put it? Is it in early summer? Because it's the 30th, is it a fall smack off? We got to get into it. All I know is it's the most important smack off. And she will be in this one because she was in number 29. I'm talking about Amber in Portland. She hit me on the X at Romy. I don't even know why you read that crap from Eric in Castle Rock. He's a complete moron and his takes are straight ass. He should have the same ban as Wells for being lame AF. Amber in Portland wore lady clones. She's just good. Wore lady clones. She's smart. She's funny. She's good. She showed up in the smack off and the stage was not too big for her. She showed well. Nice job, Amber. Keep it up. This one says, great interview with Glover Quinn. Hey, again, let me just stop right there. I I almost don't do any great interviews. I talk to really interesting people. And then you say, hey, Rome, great interview. I didn't do anything. (laughs) I just got out of the way and let Glover do his thing. Quote, great interview with Glover Quinn. Love is passion for the D. I was born and raised in Ohio, but I love Motown. Every time I travel to the D as a visiting fan, Detroit fans are always very kind and a lot of fun. War the Lions upsetting the Niners. Paul in Dayton, Ohio. You know what's going on here? So you got somebody in Ohio loving on the Lions. Maybe they're becoming America's team. It was one of my all-time favorite tour stops. The Detroit tour stop was incredible, incredible, aggressive, respectful, a lot of passion, a lot of energy, a lot of love. One of my favorite events ever. I've got nothing but positive things to say about the D. My experience with the D has always been positive. Even back in the day when the lines were not good and running the table in reverse and we were just talking constantly about them and saying not really nice things. Team was great to deal with. Always got us interviews. All were about it. My man Bill Keenest, who was the longtime PR guy for the Lions, always did great by the show. I love this. I love this for the fans. I love it for the team. It's good for them. Hey, Jim, it wasn't Coach Bowles' decision to concede. It was a unanimous decision by the team. Signed Jameis Winston. The king of honest kneel downs. We know how much Jamal means to this team. And, Let me and tell you something, man. That, that, that still was one of the greatest moments ever. 
Not only that they overruled their coach, how little do you respect your head coach when the head coach says, hey, Jameis, I'm sending you in there. Take a knee. Knee it out. Let's get the hell out of here. And Jameis hears that. Hears it. He knows. He knows why they're sending him in. Gets in the huddle and says, hey, fellas, what do you want to do? What do you want to do? Coach wants us to knee it out. What do you all want to do? Show of hands. How many of you want to get our dude, Jamal, a touch? He led the league in touchdowns last year. He has none. Show of hands. That's what I thought. 11-0. to You're outvoted, coach. But even better, they didn't line it up and punch him in the face and run it in. They faked the kneel down. It was incredible. I don't care what anybody says. It's one of the funniest and best things I've ever seen. And one more, Rome. Is it me? Or did Todd Bowles just surrender at the end of the game? Regards, cheap trick in Youngstown. For the record, one of my favorite songs ever. That is such a great song. If you got a problem with that song, man, your life took a bad turn. It... If you have a problem with that song, your life did not turn out the way you had hoped it would. I think we can boil it down to that. All right, let's get to the phones. Let's open it up. Let's go. Santa Clara. Why do I have a feeling the 49ers and 49er fan might have something to say about this game and the outcome of this game? Let's go there right now. David in Santa Clara. Great to have you, David. What's up? What's up, Romy? The Niners didn't win that game. They lost it to a better team. Anyway, I'm going to go back to... I'm blaming. I'm out. I... No, you're not, dude. You're doing great. I was going to give you a golden ticket. You don't like David. I don't like that call. I was thinking about giving you a golden ticket. Yeah, dude, you're flaming out. That was an all-time flame out. What the hell was that? Romy! The 49ers... Did not win that game. They, uh, I'm, I'm flaming. Yeah, dude, you're on fire, man. You see that video that went viral over the weekend of that Bills fan that jumped onto that table and lit his ass on fire? That was you, except your entire body was engulfed. What was that, dude? Where were you going with that? The Niners didn't win that game. They, they didn't? lost it to a better team. Anyway, I'm going to go back to... I'm blaming. I'm out. Ah! Which game? Which game? You don't like that call. They lost to the Packers? I could have swore they beat the Packers. I think they beat the Packers because the Packers were at home and the Niners are playing this week. What? Or are we talking about last year? What are we talking about? This is what happens. It, listen, I know. Hey, Rome, you wonder why you don't get better calls? Because that happens. And then they get about? humiliated, and then you pile on, and then the clones pile on. Right. Life's hard, then you die. The struggle is real. Just get yourselves together. Just You don't have to be the BIC, all right? You don't have to be left in Laguna. You don't have to be a smack-off winner. Just be coherent. Just be lucid. Just know what you want to say before you say it. 
Okay, to be fair, guys, how did he get through any of you to get on the air? What was the pitch? Savage? That had to be your fault. Jack Savage with his glasses on. In his defense, he gave me a clear, concise spiel. You know why I doubt that, Jack? You're an assassin. You're way more intimidating than me. Why would he be smooth and lucid and concise with you and then take a big dump in his pants when talking to me? The Niners didn't win that game. They lost it to a better team. Anyway. Rack him. That reminds me of, I don't want to have S with you. Anyway. Anyway. Detroit, would you like to rebut that? It won't be very hard. I want to have right with him. Doesn't it sound like that? At least that guy knew what he wanted to say. That he didn't want to have S with me. He loves me, but he doesn't want to have S with me. It's a lot of things you cannot say on daytime radio, but you can say the word sex. Watch. Sex, 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 sex. I'm still here. Hey, Albie, did you dump any of that? Sex with me. me. Alvin, are you paying attention, dude? Albie has no idea what's going on. All right, anyway, 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 anyway. Let's reset this thing. How about a rebuttal from the D? Like I said, it shouldn't be too hard. Joe in Detroit, you are next. Good to have you, Joe. What's going on? Hey, Jim. Yeah, it shouldn't be too hard. I've been... uh, Taking the clones with me, I went to both playoff games, and I know several clones. And I've uh, instant messaged during the game and all that. And I've loving Abby and Bella B, Miss Nika nine eight nine, Rick in Buffalo. By the way, Rick, your team is good enough. Josh Allen did not lose that game for you. The defense did. Grover Grover Clinton is such a great performer for us, uh, and. I'm not going to really add too much to that, but I will say two players that the clones need to watch out for that he did mention. One is Joseph had six interceptions last year, and he brings the lumber, Jim. They say he's dirty, but uh, Aaron Glenn did defend him on the local monkey. He did defend him and say, well, that's football. Well, that's Dan Campbell. I mean, he did. You're going to get hit hard when you play this team, and we're going to bring back uh, Jacobs this week, possibly. Now, the NFL, as you know, playoffs are razor thin. We're not asking Jacobs, who hasn't played all year, to be fantastic. Just make a play or two in the game, and you got a shot. And I'm sick and tired of hearing how bad the Lions' defense are. Yes, they gave up 188 yards uh, to Puka. They gave up 227 to uh, C.D. Lamb and a bunch to Evans. But at the end of it, they seem to make that play, whether it's a turnover. They had two turnovers in last game, one to seal it, which was phenomenal. On the offensive side of the ball, well, we know we have the best Joe, running Joe, game. Joe, 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 get to the, get to the sand. Get to the sand, Joe. Shark. Shark. Joe. Joe, get out of the water. Shark. Shark, Joe. 
Joe, get to the beach. There's a shark. Swim, Joe. Swim. Dude, I don't think you made it. Hey, Joe, let me explain what just happened. When somebody's going on and on and on, like they're a combination of Dan Campbell and Chris Collinsworth and Tony Romo all rolled into one, and you know, like, the depth chart. Like, you you could break down every guy on the roster. If I don't jump in with... Like, I don't want to run you because you didn't do anything runnable, but you clearly were not going to end anytime soon. So that's kind of how we bring up the music. You know what the award shows, when the music comes up and somebody's holding on to the hardware and they're going to make damn sure they're not going anywhere? Yeah, I know. Like, the Hall of Fame ceremony. I mean, you were there. John Tesh. Anyway. Good dude, John Tesh. I was unfortunate that night. Good dude. But that's what we do when we have somebody who's overstaying their welcome, but they haven't done anything reprehensible. We just bring up the shark. Like, get out of the water or you're going to get eaten. As we sound the horns. We're sounding the horns. Get out of the water. Speaking of the water, Tommy, let me talk to you for a minute, dude. So you coming from the East Coast, you come to Cali, you're loving the sunshine, you're taking it all in. Dude, how about the video we saw in San Diego of the flooding? A, how terrifying was that? And B, I will tell you as a Southern California native and somebody who lived in San Diego for a number of years, I have never seen, quote, lifeguards helping people in the floods like flood lifeguards reaction. It was one of the most terrifying flooding footage I've ever seen, period, anywhere, in any situation. Like, even tsunamis are barely that scary. There was somebody in their car going down a road that was just a river at this point. They were still in the car, their windshield wipers were still going, and they were just riding down the river fast, too, like 30 miles an hour. And like you said, lifeguards out there, they had rafts for dogs they were rescuing. It's crazy. And not, Cindy not does Louisiana, this, not yeah, Florida. Yeah, no. And Cindy San does this Diego. drive every morning, which is why I was like concerned. She came, she did the drive yesterday morning. It was absolutely miserable for her. There was all kinds of flooding. She saw an accident and all this stuff. So that's the only reason why I was looking at it at all. Wait, did you say she goes to San Diego every day? No, she makes the drive from San Diego every day. Yeah. Oh. She does that drive. So that's why when I saw that, I was like, you know, I hope oh, she's Cindy. Okay. Yeah, no, Cindy. Yeah, of course. I hope Cindy. she's not riding a river to, to, to work today. Cindy's impervious, and none of this impacts Cindy at all. Cindy probably was early, but I mean, she got to the high ground, dude. It was prepared, right? Flood lifeguards. I have never seen that before. Me either. Not even Hurricane Sandy when half of Manhattan was underwater. I I I thought I'd seen everything. San Diego. How did we get there? I'm not really sure, but okay. All right. Just want to get your thoughts. Want to get your reaction. Thanks, boss. Oh no, that was that was about. You know what tipped me off on that was the the shark. I mean, get out of the water. Get out of the water. That that just means you should have ended it sooner. You're settling in. You're comfortable. You're feeling yourself. If I don't interrupt in a certain manner, which is not disrespectful, we're never going to get anywhere, or at least not to my break. Anyway, that's what that represents. How about one rebuttal to the rebuttal? We had the Santa Clara tip-off. It went horribly, as bad as it could go, badly. Then we had the Detroit rebuttal. That went a little bit better, 
and a whole hell of a lot longer. And now we have the rebuttal to the rebuttal. Let's go to San Francisco, Jay. My man, the bar is not that high, Jay. Let's see if you can clear it. What's up, Jay? Romy, what up? You know, I sat back yesterday, man, and I gave Williamson a chance to live. Because I get it, man, it's been 30 years, right? Call after call as they sat there in their squeaky-ass, annoying 92 Ford Ranger that pollutes the environment, but that's okay. I mean, seriously, get a Tesla. But I'll tell you, Rome, unfortunately for this year's NFL darlings, the clock is going to strike midnight, man, on the Honolulu Blue, all thanks to the boogeyman of the Bay Area. I mean, the 49ers, they're just on a whole nother level, man. Kittle, Trent Williams, Devo, these guys are hungry for a chip. And it's been a cute story. It really has, Rome. But come Sunday afternoon, the Detroit Lions will leave Santa Clara, California, broken down, beaten, just like the vehicles that line up and down that cesspool that is Detroit, Michigan. I'm out, Rome. Detroit, you're not going to like what I'm about to say, but rock him. Rock him! Tesla driving, 49er fan, quote, you're a cute little story, but you're going to leave Santa Clara, California, in your Honolulu blue, beaten down like your vehicles that are lined up in that cesspool that is your city. That's harsh. Careful now. Low-hanging pomegranates, much, bro. Hey, be careful about the D. It's one thing I know about the D. They're proud. They're fair. Can be a little sensitive and quick to let the hands go. I like it. I like the matchup. I, I bet I could easily go rebuttal to the rebuttal to the rebuttal to the rebuttal. Who's going to win this one? Definitely he got the best of that round. He was the only one who got rocked. Look at you, Mike and Snowbirds coming out of the woodwork. Like, dude, why are you calling? Must, you must have a good reason. I want to find out. Like, like it, Whenever I see somebody show up on my call screen that typically is only on the X platform or email, I always think to myself, damn, must be a good reason. If this guy's coming on the phones and only does it a few times a year, it must be important. It must be a really good reason. Well, let's find out. Mike in Snowbird. What's going on with you, Mike? Jim, great to talk to you. I know it's rare, but I appreciate the chance. I was born in San Francisco, raised on the peninsula. Huh. Um, and I guess Gino in San Antonio must be hating this because he doesn't like San Francisco or Detroit. He probably won't watch. But there's, there's championship DNA in San Francisco, and resting their starters, or most of them, for three weeks wasn't a great idea, and Coach knows it. <clears throat> it raises a red flag. They were lucky to get away with one, but it won't happen twice. Uh, they'll be ready. They'll be prepared. There's, like I said, there's championship DNA there. It's a buzzsaw, and Detroit has no idea what they're in for. Bet the Niners, lay the points, and out. Interesting. All right, so like no smack even, no like, like this guy came in and just got wild. He's like, hey, listen, straight up, you don't know what you're in for. Bet the Niners, lay the points. It'd be much easier if I knew whether or not Debo was going to play. Honestly, I'm not saying I have to know, but it would be easier to know. He's that important. 
Hey, listen, I think that some of you, there's a reason why they're a touchdown favorite. They do have championship DNA, and they badly want that chip. And they're physical, and they're skilled, and they're at home, and the weather's not going to be an issue. And they're a one seed for good reason. But don't act like Detroit doesn't belong there. Don't act like Detroit's not dangerous. Don't act like Detroit's just happy to be there. Don't act like there's no reason to play this game. Either side. Don't act like there's no reason to play that game. I can't wait. Because the one thing I know about Detroit, hate to say this, Tampa, no offense. Detroit's going to play until every last second is off that clock. I know that. And they're going to play aggressive as hell. But I'll say this again about, here's the thing about Detroit, too. It's not just their defense. They're aggressive offensively. Look at the way they get after it. Even their receivers are downfield blocking and punching guys in the head in a good way. But I keep saying this about the 49ers, too, man. I'm blown away because when you think Kyle Shanahan, you think precise, precise schemes. Dude, they are so physical, the 49ers. Really physical team. I love that matchup. Love it. It's going to be a brawl. It's going to be a brawl. And it's got the phones jumping, which makes me really happy. Because you've got both sides wanting a piece of each other, and then you've got third parties looking to jump in, which is fun. When we come back, more phone calls. I have some other things I want to get to, but I'd rather get to you. More phone calls. When we come back. 1-800. I love it. I like what I see. 1-800-636-8686. It looks like also a lot of others that normally would not have a dog in the fight because their team's not in it are throwing their support behind Detroit. That's interesting. Stay tuned, and we'll have some of that next. You're listening to The Jim Rome Show. Did you know Discover wants everybody to feel special? That's why with your Discover card, you have access to 24-7 customer service as well as $0 fraud liability, which means you are held responsible never, ever, for unauthorized purchases. Learn more at discover.com slash credit card. Limitations apply. Let's roll telephone calls. Kevin in Indianapolis. Good to have you, Kevin. What's going on? Romey, Rome, how you doing? Transplant from L.A. Hey, uh, Raider fan, just want to give the Lions fans some love. It's always been a kinship between Raider fan and don't, there's no love lost like the Bay Area. Y'all just keep on sending the water down. Keep sending the water down. But uh, there's no love lost, man. But Detroit is a really a beautiful city, America. Me and my wife, we went up there four hours Rome, four hours away from Indy. Now, you know if I was in Long Beach and trying to go to Temecula, that would have took me four hours right there. You know, But four hours, man, we was in D- Detroit. We went across the, uh, the underneath the tunnel to Windsor. I mean, great city, great city. It's really, really coming up. So I felt the energy this summer when I was there, that this is no fluke coming along there. So I just want to give a little love off from the silver and black to the silver and blue. Go A.D., and Detroit is a great city to visit. All right, Kevin, appreciate you, man. Thank you very much. All right, that's a Raider fan saying, I'm throwing my support behind Detroit. 
Went to the town, loved the town, beautiful city. You have our support from the silver and black. Let's go back to NoCal. Steve in NoCal. Hey, Steve, what's up? Hey, thanks for the vine, Jim. I'm just going to drop this here. Every major city has a song that connects to them. You know, like when the Yankees win, they play Frank Sinatra, and here they play Tony Bennett. The only song that Detroit has that anybody can recognize is It's too, It's So Cold in the D. What? That's Motown, dude. Some of the greatest music ever has come out of Detroit. Not a very good call. Like I kept waiting, 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 waiting. What song? What song? Well, what's the one song that's identified with Detroit? I still am not sure or aware. Okay, let's try Los Angeles. Like I said, you've got Detroit, you have San Francisco, and then you've got these third parties. People jumping in, which I like. They don't necessarily have a dog in the fight, but they kind of do, right? Maybe not their team, but it doesn't mean that they don't badly want to see the other team lose. For instance, Fabian in L.A. Fabian, where do you come out on this? Yes, sir. Good morning, Rome. This is the deal, bro. A true Ram fan, honestly, like, uh, you know, when they left L.A., it's like, who cares? When they went over there, who cares, right? But when, when it's your team, the only one. I mean, it doesn't really matter if you could lose, I don't know, 14 games out of 16 or whatever, whatever. But the only thing that is important is the 49ers, okay? And, you know, just saying that they're important, it makes me feel messed up because it is not important. They're not important. They are the worst ever. I'm sorry, you know, which reminds me about this Lakers things too, by the way. I know I'm going to jump all over the place, but that little banner, you know, it'll be cool, I guess. If, I don't know, if you collect five of those things, you could get ripped one of the other teams, like the Celtics or something. But even then, that's pretty stupid. Anyways, Rome, uh, I wanted to say that, yeah, a true Rams fan hates the 49ers. And you know what, Detroit? Go all day, baby. When the, when the Rams got eliminated this past season, it was also beautiful to see the Cowboys get eliminated. And I don't know about that, eh? That little satisfaction. Maybe there's a number two. Fabian, Fabian, Fabian. Shark. What's up? Shark, bro. Shark. Shark. Get to the beach, Fabian. Fabian, swim. Get to the beach. Shark. 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 My man, as always, thank you for being the voice of reason. No reason other than the only, the thing, my biggest takeaway from that is I'm a Ram fan, therefore I hate the Niners. Go Detroit. That actually is reasonable. If I've said this once, I've said this eight million times. I wish here in L.A. we cared more about NoCal. I wish we hated NoCal even a fraction of as much as NoCal hates us. I can't begin to tell you how much all of Northern California hates L.A. I don't even rep L.A. anymore. Like, I moved to Orange County. But I'll defend L.A. as an L.A. native. I cannot begin to tell you, and it's not even just San Francisco, the city by the bay. It's all of Northern California. They hate L.A. 
Hey, Rome, everybody hates L.A. Oh, I know. I know. It's San Diego, too. San Diego hates L.A. just almost as much as San Francisco hates L.A. It's close. And they hate L.A. more than even Boston does, New York does, Chicago does. Why do you think it's always beat L.A., beat L.A.? However, the reigning champ of hating L.A. is and always will be Northern California. Having said that, L.A. doesn't give a damn. L.A. does not care. I wish we did. I wish we hated you half as much as you hate us, but we don't. We just don't. You want to beat us so badly that it almost doesn't matter what happens the rest of your year in any sport as long as you beat us. To us, you're like anybody else except Fabian. He gets it. Okay. Okay. He gets it. But I mean that, truly. Like, it's L.A. doesn't care. Why do you think we have such a bad rap as a sports town? We don't care. You're no different than anybody else. But, man, you hate us. And it's more than sports. It's a lifestyle. It's the smog. It's the water. It's the Botox. It's everything. You hate our guts. I saw it firsthand. The second I moved out of L.A. and I moved north, even 90 minutes, I saw it. Because you all came down from Frisco. And I got a taste of it for the first time in my life. This was before there was the internet. There was social. This is when we all used to communicate person to person, face to face, where we had actual conversations, where we actually interacted. I went to a college that was 90 minutes north of L.A., but like, I don't know, six hours south of Frisco. And man, I found out from the day I checked into the dorm, there was a very clear demarcation Where are you from? L.A. Oh. What do you mean, oh? We just met. Yo, I already don't like you. Oh. Okay. Where are you from? The city by the bay. Oh. And you seem all right. Yo, I don't like you, Rome. Why? The smog? The smog? What else? You take our water? Oh, we take your water. Oh, sorry about that. I have nothing to do with that. Anyway, this is a rivalry. Fabian's one of the few in L.A. that get it. He just said it. He actually already told Jack, I'd rather die than lose to San Francisco. You don't need to go that far, Fabes. It is not time to die if the Niners win because they might. I'm just laying it out for you all. It's a national audience. San Francisco hates everything about L.A. Everything. And L.A. just doesn't give a damn. Let's go to Sacramento. Richard in Sacktown. Richard, what's going on? Jim, how are you? Good, man. How are you? I'm all right. Just got to correct you on one thing. Sacramento hates San Francisco way more than we hate L.A. I was down in L.A. Is that a fact? We had a great time. Is that a fact, dude? For real? Oh, please. The Warriors? Come on. Um, (laughs) Yeah, Sacramento, the Warriors have a thing now. You don't know. Um, So... These last two 49er honks calling in, one of them, what was his name, Snowbird, talking about championship DNA. Jim, the 49ers haven't won a championship since they played in Kizar Stadium, I'm pretty sure. And that other dude calling Detroit a cesspool, you know, they have to close the CVS stores in in San Francisco because people steal the toothpaste, the coffee, whatever they can get their hands on. So I'd be careful with that cesspool reference. He's probably not a San Franciscan anyway. My guess he's from Stockton. Jim, you have a good one. I'm out. Bro, brack him. 
Rack him. Rack him! They say the city has seen better days. That That is kind of rich. You had somebody from San Francisco saying, hey, why don't you get a Tesla? To the Lions fans. I mean, that that is really one of the most San Francisco things ever. And then referred to the city as a cesspool. I don't know. I mean, San Francisco also has seen better days. Am I wrong? They have. I, I just, the, the arrogance that comes behind the city by the bay. I mean, yeah, it's beautiful. Parts of it not as beautiful as they used to be. And what he just said about there are all these break-ins in CVSs to get toothpaste and anything else they can get their hands on. Not like opioids, but toothpaste. This is getting, we're in the mud now. We're in the mud now and it's only Tuesday. It's going to get worse before it gets better. All right, when we come back. I don't know that the smack. Here's the bar right now. You know who the leader in the clubhouse is? Why don't you get a Tesla? If you say that to somebody who lives in Detroit, that's a reason to go. That That's a regional reason to go, not a universal reason to go. I've laid out the universal reasons to go. But if you're from San Francisco or you live in San Francisco and you roll up on somebody in the D and you look them in the eye and you get in their grill and say, yo, man, why don't you get a Tesla? Seriously, get a Tesla. Seriously, get a Tesla. I think that the next statement would be, seriously, get some dental implants. That would not go well. Seriously, get a Tesla? Seriously, get a Tesla. Anyway, that's the leader in the clubhouse. Top that. Remember how I said earlier that it's championship weekend, conference championship weekend, but... I spent a lot of time talking about the association, regular season association, and that never, ever happens. But it was just such a wild, wild night last night. And it just got more wild with a Woj bomb. But before I tell you what that Woj bomb is, and it is a bomb, a Woj bomb. Before I get to that, part of the reason I said the last night was such a wild night was because the T-Wolves, who are number one in the West... Had an 18-point lead against the Hornets, who were garbage. And they lost that game. And their coach lost his mind. He lost his mind because the team pretty much disregarded him completely in order to get Cat a franchise record for points. Which effectively they did, but they lost the game. And then coach lost his mind. It was an absolute disgusting performance of defense and immature basketball. Um all the way through the game. So it really didn't slip away. It had been there from the jump. So this is what happens when you uh, have this type of approach. Chris Finch, and I agree with him 100%. He's so right. I love the guy. Great coach. And he's a big reason why they're number one in the West right now. A coach of a team 
that's 30 and 13 overall, lighting his team up, lighting it up. That's something. But you know what's even more unbelievable? A team firing its coach who's 30 and 13. Woj bomb breaking. The Milwaukee Bucks dismissed coach Adrian Griffin. Sources tell ESPN. They're second in the East. They're 30 and 13. Fired. Fired. So he now he's done. So what's the story behind that? I don't know. I can't speculate. If you're getting ready for work right now, your name, you are not Adrian Griffin. Or defending anybody. Because they're allowing 120 a night. However, I'm not saying that's why he got run. But he got run. Now there's more. That's the Woj bomb. Again, breaking. The Milwaukee Bucks dismiss coach Adrian Griffin. Sources tell ESPN. One thing to light your team up when it's 30 and 13. Quite another to fire the head coach when it's 30 and 13. Coach Bud's got to be sitting back right now. Cackling or not. But right behind that post on the X is a shams bomb of sorts. Quote, Doc Rivers has emerged as a serious candidate to become the Milwaukee Bucks new head coach. Sources tell at the athletic at stadium. So Griffin is out and reportedly Doc is a serious candidate. And by serious candidate, should we assume shoo-in if you're firing that guy? With limited other options in season. Obviously, the Bucks are in it to win it right now. They must think they can't win it with Griffin. Yeah, but what happens? I have a question. I have a question. Okay, you can't win it with Griffin. And you're in it to win it right now. What happens if you hire Doc and you get up on somebody 3-1? Are you going to fire him? And <laughs> That would be the ultimate woge bomb. That is like the dumbest thing I've ever heard. It's like the funniest thing I've ever heard, Doc. What if you get that job? Dude, talk about stepping into a nice situation. Imagine Doc. What if he does get that job? What if they get to the Eastern Conference Finals? What if he gets up three games to one and they fire him? Hey, Doc, what choice do we have? You're up three games to one. We know what happens when you get up three games to one. Whether you like it or not. And then who do you replace him? Who do you replace him to coach game five at that point? That's when you bring Bud back. My man, Coach Bud. That is wild. Really wild. What a hell of a coaching job. I mean, the whole thing is just so weird. Like, Terry Stotts didn't even make it through camp. Good coach. They've got a championship caliber roster. How about a Doc-led Bucks team playing the Sixers? How awesome would that be? A Nick Nurse-led Sixers team against a Doc-led Bucks team. I'll tell you what, I'm starting to like the NBA regular season. If we're going to get this kind of drama, that is wild. 
Now we are done, but more to talk about tomorrow. Now I'm done. I'd consider that a real good day. Well, not for Griffin. 1-800-636-8686. Do me a favor, write that down. So when we roll out tomorrow, you're ready to go. Hit the ground running. My thanks to Dan Wojcicki. Did a great job. That was our number one. Glover Quinn also coming in today. Actually, we have a huge day tomorrow. Rick Carlisle. Dan Hurley. And more. Big, big day tomorrow. My thanks to the XR4TI. Doing a great job, y'all. Thank you for listening, Clone. See you tomorrow. We're up.